0: um today we are talking about how i was a food log junkie now before we get into that i just wanted to let you know that the shape it up show is happening on tuesdays and thursdays if you want to catch it live you need to tune into certain places at 11 a.m this will definitely be on tuesdays there will be some that are not going to be live. I'll be honest with you, but most of them will be live. But every Tuesday and Thursday, um, the Shape It Up show is going to be launching. Starting in 2022 on Tuesdays, will be all about fitness, nutrition, and mindsets. And I have some incredible topics lined up for 2022. So I am so excited about that. But also on Thursdays, I will be bringing on a special guest each Thursday to help you in other areas of your life. Okay. Because uh, my zone of genius is weight loss. (laughs) It is fitness. It is nutrition. It is mindset about that. But there are some other areas in your lives that I'm sure you would like some, just some help on. So, um, life, uh, like business, relationships, etc. So, I'm going to be bringing on some of my special guests. Some of them are good friends of mine. Some of them are um, peers of mine. Some of them are people that I admire, and I cannot wait to bring them on and share them with you. So, make sure you follow the Shape It Up show. Um, if you really want to support the show, Please share it with women who are done with diets, who are really open to learning new and easier ways on how to lose weight. And if you really want to support the show, please, you're going to support not just the show, but to many women all over the world, please leave a written review, especially on podcast, um, sorry, on Apple podcast. This is going to help share the show to many more women and help my personal mission to squash the dieter's mentality because no one needs to feel like crap in order to lose weight, and really help women jumpstart their weight loss. Uh, speaking of which, I am going to share one of the five-star reviews that we got before I dive into the topic on how I was a food log junkie. So this comes in from Cami, and I know it's Cami because it doesn't say Cammie, but she's invincible. She's actually one of my guests that is going to come on the show in 2022. Um, I was also a guest on her podcast, and you can check that out. It's She's Invincible. Um, Her comment was five-star review. Great podcast. Nicole is no-nonsense health coach, no restrictions, no pills, no diets, just real food. This podcast is filled with great information to help me reach my fitness goals, and I can still eat the foods I love. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Cami, for leaving that review. I really appreciate that. Um, all right. So let's dive into today's topic. So I was a food log junkie for many years. Me and my food log journal were like BFFs. And I don't remember the exact day when I started food logging. I do remember it being extremely time consuming, especially when I first started. I would measure out all my food and enter it into my quote unquote food logging pal. I spent hours and hours entering food. If the food I was eating wasn't in there, like in the database, I would manually enter it. I would create recipes and input them so I could have the exact calorie macro breakdown. As I was entering, I also noticed that some of the entries that popped up that were populated in the database were not accurate. So I would go in and, again, recreate that entry so I could be more precise. Then I realized when I was measuring my food, it wasn't accurate. It wasn't 100%. A cup of something has many more variances in the calorie amount. Then I started weighing my food in grams. This is as precise as I can get other than being, like, in a laboratory where they're breaking down foods. At least this is what I thought. I weighed it all. I food logged it all. And if I was going to like a soccer event or a family event, I brought my pre-weighed, pre-calculated food with me. I had a system where I could keep it warm. I could keep it cold. (laughs) And over the years, and yes, years, years of food logging, I got better at it and I got faster at it. But there were times when I didn't want a food log, and there were days and weeks when there were no entries. There were also times when there were no entries when I didn't want to admit or have written proof of what I had eaten or how much I had eaten. I would be, quote unquote, off of the meticulous weighing and data entering, and then as my scale weight would start creeping up, I'd be like, "Uh uh-oh, time to start food logging again. This was years of doing it this way. And if I was going to eat out in a restaurant, I probably spent the first 20 minutes at the restaurant seeing what I could eat that would fit into my food log. Did the calories fit? Did the macros make the cut? I would guess and pick something I thought that would be close enough for what I was about to eat. There were times over the years where I would proclaim, I am done with food logging because it was exhausting. It's no fun and it's super time consuming. And it was literally a full-time job figuring out what the heck I was gonna put in my food log and then in my body. Did food logging work to keep my body the way I wanted it to look? On paper, yes. Meaning, when I was all in, when I was logging and I was weighing, when I was super consistent, Yes, my body was mostly where I wanted it to look physically. And I use mostly because in my brain, it's never good enough. It comes from that perfectionist ballerina (laughs) attitude. You probably have it, you can, I label it ballerina um, because in the ballet world, it was expected to be perfect, right? And your body was supposed to be perfect. So I was mostly where I wanted to be physically. But when I was not all in, I was a hot mess. So much guilt about not food logging. I should be weighing the eight cookies that I'm about to eat. There is something to the, if it isn't written down, it didn't happen. (laughs) Or if there's no proof, then it's just between me and the cookies. Your body does not lie. If you are overweight or carrying extra pounds, in other words, you're not healthy, then you are lying to yourself about what you're eating and how much movement you are getting. But also there's an underlying, I don't want to say issue, but there's an underlying cause underneath that. It's the way you think and the way you feel about yourself. So when COVID hit, I personally decided a couple of things. Number one, I was going to take gluten and dairy completely out of the foods that I ate. Now, before you go jumping on the no carbs, no dairy, whatever bandwagon, I did that not because I thought I would lose weight, but because I was having a lot of stomach issues, especially when I ate gluten and dairy. And number two, I was no longer going to food log. And here's what happened my stomach issues decreased. I initially freaked out mentally. By not food logging, I felt like I had lost a best friend. My pal was no longer there to give me feedback on how I was doing. I felt like a huge aspect of my life was missing. I became aware that I was giving way too much power to my food scale and my food logging app. I was letting it dictate how I was feeling. Didn't hit the correct macros or the calories, then it was considered a bad day, and vice versa. Five star day meant I was happy and I felt like I was on my way to my goal. After a couple months without logging, I started noticing how food felt in my body. I noticed how food tasted. Because if you're weighing your food and pre-measuring it, a lot of brain activity isn't happening about how it tastes because you know the portion size that you put on that plate is technically what you should be eating. But after I got rid of that, I noticed how food started tasting. I noticed how I felt immediately after eating the food. That's a big point. A lot of times we eat food and we're not aware of like the aftermath of what we just ate. And I'm not talking guilt and shame. I'm talking the physical feeling of like, did that food fuel me? Did it make me tired? How do I feel? Do I feel like crap after I ate it? So I noticed how I wanted to keep eating and eating because I had no reference of when to stop. I didn't have my food log because I didn't know what the calorie amount was. Now, granted, I had been doing this for years. And after counting calculating calories and macros. For years, I did develop an idea of what food was around what calorie. Like I can look at a food and kind of guess, a very close guess. (laughs) It's really pretty impressive, I must say, but not necessary. And I found myself adding it up mentally, basically mentally food logging. Still a lot of mind drama around the food that I was eating. The biggest change was in the first year of COVID. I gained 15 pounds. Now, on a 5 foot 2 on a good day, petite frame, 15 pounds is significant. I allowed myself to let my body do whatever it needed to do. And apparently at that time, it was to gain weight. I allowed all the horrible thoughts to enter my brain about how I'm out of control, and if I don't put a kibosh on this right now, I will just continue to gain weight until I am a huge lump, which spirals me into, how can I be helping women over 40 lose weight when I look like this? Yes, I too have negative and fraudulent thoughts. Thank goodness I decided to take on this. COVID challenge, I guess you could say, when I develop mindset skills to help me navigate through this much like I do for my clients. I will always be my first client. If I had attempted this eight years ago, it would've, I wouldn't have lasted, wouldn't have been able to do it. I didn't have the mindset work that I have now. So fast forward, we're almost two years into COVID, right? I have not food logged once. Yes, I have had brief thoughts to go back, but why would I? And I'll be honest with you, I still have the app on my phone, and today I am going to delete that app completely. I don't know if it's gonna wipe out all my information, and I really don't care, because I'm not going back to it. I do not want to food log for the rest of my life. I love having the freedom to go into a restaurant and be present with whoever I am eating with that I'm not staring at my phone for the first 20 minutes or more trying to figure out how to fit in this meal into my food log. I love being able to eat whatever I want. There is no more secrets between me and the cookies. (laughs) I can eat them if I want, and I can eat and not eat them if I want, right? I get to decide that. There is no more guilt in not hitting my calorie count for the day or being way over in macros, especially in one macro. It's always one macro that you're short in, right? (laughs) And the time. I have so much more time to do other things, not just because I'm not physically food logging, but because I'm not spending all my brain capacity on You know, is what I'm about to eat going to fit into my food log? And now I know the biggest question you're thinking, but Nicole, are you still 15 pounds heavier? (laughs) Right, that's the question you've got in the back of your head, am I wrong? I did lose all the 15 pounds that I had gained, and I use the exact guidelines that I give my clients to lose the weight. The weight is just the byproduct. It is, it's the extra something special. It is not the main event, though. The main event is what I learned, who I wanted to be. I didn't want to be that person that food logs all the time. And again, this is what I teach my clients. I wanted to be the person who is the example to my clients. Yes, this is the way you can eat without food logging. I do not need to rely on something outside of me to tell me I'm eating enough or I'm overeating. Our bodies were designed with its own navigation system. We have just checked out from it. And I apologize right now because I think my dog is getting ready to bark. (laughs) So if you hear that, I apologize. So we've just checked out from it. Unlearning what we have been taught about how to be lean, healthy, and fit is challenging because you are constantly bombarded by weight loss commercials, products, supplements all day long. These are messing with your brain. You do not need to food log or count points or get a meal service or have pills or have potions or have liposuction or some sort of sculpting done. You can lose weight using the tools you already own, your body and your mind. If you wanna learn how to do this for yourself, I strongly encourage and invite you to schedule your discovery call with me today. Don't wait until January 1st. Get it started today. The call allows you to vent to me everything that you have tried, everything that has not been working long term. Then on the call, share with me the body you really want to live in, the life you want to live because you are healthy and fit. I will shine some light on any blind spots that you may not be seeing that are holding you in this stuck pattern. Then we're gonna talk about what it's like to work together and how you can invest in yourself a lifetime of not just losing the weight, but keeping it off for good. Over the past two decades, I have been helping women lose weight and my process just keeps getting better and better and faster and faster. There is no better time to make the commitment to yourself to get healthy and fit right now, today. Learn how to get your time back and the body you want all while having freedom around food. And stop being a prisoner to your food log or your counting points or any of that. So book your call at shapeitupfitness.com slash call today. Have a beautiful week. We, we as in me, I will be back on Thursday with another Shape It Up episode. Definitely tune in for that and get on your discovery call. Start today. ShapeItUpFitness.com slash call.